This episode is brought to you by the Donna Blythis Pizza Company. This pizza stinks! Donna Blythis! Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. Here we go. Bells in the Bat Free, John Bell's show, can be found at thebatfree.com on the Mutual Audio Network and finer podcast sites. With the addition of Officer Cargo, the group was complete. L.E. Otness gathers team all together for the very first time. Youngblood, Rico, Cargo, Bumbles, Bob, Billy Bob, Bobby, Gummy, Lactose, Irving. Welcome aboard, each and every one of you. I've got a jib for you, cut by this officer here. You're welcome. And I'd like to welcome one and all with a hearty handshake. You first. Uh, gee, Mr. Otness, I'd like to, but I got this uh, thing about, uh, you know, contact. Uh, if you don't mind, can we just kind of wave? All right, you then. Uh, no, no, that spreads germs. Uh, you? Oh, no, 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 I got this thing against them. Touching. Certainly you. Uh, no, Mama, don't let me touch nobody, because uh, I kind of tend to break fingers. Well, that's just great. And so began the law enforcement career of L.E. Otness and the Don't Touch the next few months were very eventful and filled with action as L.E. Otness closed in on some of the biggest crime bosses in town. L.E., L.E., I've got some information. I'm a little busy right now. But this is important. I need to see these men brought to justice right now. No, you don't. They'll rerun this movie again tomorrow. All right, what have you got? We've got information on Mr. Big, the one we've been looking for for weeks. We got an anonymous phone call. Here, let me play it back for you. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Oh, sorry, that's for my personal collection. Let me try this one. The Rock has become a tourist attraction. Wait, I've got it here somewhere. All right. Let's get down to business. That's not it. I'll never forgive myself. Oops, wait. Any lateral movement. Oh, is this the flying saucer? Yes. You could be served one ping on me. It's you, Junior. Don't call me that, please. Wait, I found it. This is the anonymous phone call. Please leave your name and a message after the tone. This is Miss Schmackelheimer, Miss Sadie Schmackelheimer. The big boss that you're looking for is Brad Montworth. I really don't know how you people have missed him. You'd have to be deaf, dumb, and blind over there. But we, we sure play, play a mean pinball. pinball. His secret office, well, if you can call it a secret, it's on the second floor above his greasy at 937 Windsor Boulevard. And get this, the password to get in is password. No, really, he's that stupid. Please, 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 I beg of you, you must come arrest him. Better still, shoot him. Because if you don't, I certainly will. Uh Uh-huh, okay, bye-bye, bye-bye now, bye-bye. Working on a hunch, Ellie Otnes goes to visit Brad Montworth in his office above his grease easy. (laughs) Me, a crime kingpin? Oh, it is to laugh. Besides, you have no proof. Oh, one grease easy? No, I'll be out in an hour. What you need is definite proof, like like my books and my records, which I don't have here. They're safely hidden (laughs) in a wall safe at my house at 113 Plush Avenue. (laughs) It's it's, it's the greenish painting. It's, It's not the one with the ladies on it. It's the one with the horses on it with a lot of the green in the background there. Yeah, it's it, you don't get mistakes. Go in the living room and, and turn left. Yeah, <laughs> but you'll never find that. <laughs> now get out of here. 
copper. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> go, go, leave, leave. I've got crime kingpin work to do here. <laughs> I didn't say that. Working on another hunch, Ellie Otnas acquires a search warrant to search Brad Mottworth's home. Say, Ellie, if uh, Mottworth's got a wall safe, you know it's going to be top quality. How are you going to get into it? An old friend, Rico. A top safe cracker who I sent up the river a long time ago. He's paddled back now, and he's gone straight. His name is Fingers Malone. He told me that if I ever need his help, to give him a call. So open that window, will you? Hey, Fingers! What? I need your help! I'll be right there! Gentlemen, I'd like you to meet one of the greatest safe crackers in the world. Fingers Malone. Mmm. <coughs> fingers Malone. Uh, Fingers Mal... Open the door, Rico. Fingers, are you out here? Why don't you come up? Because I'm in a wheelchair, you moron. You don't have an elevator. Oh, that's right. All right, boys, let's go down and get fingers. Welcome aboard, Fingers. Are you ready to go to Mottworth's house? Yeah, let's do this. Guys? Oh. Hey, watch the ceiling fan here. Yeah. One a.m. Ellie Otnes, the Untouchables, and Fingers Malone arrive at the Mottworth mansion. All right, Fingers. Boys, here's the plan. We gotta get inside Mottworth's house. Fingers. Fingers? I'm at the bottom of the steps, you moron! All right, guys, let's go get fingers. On the count of three. One, Don't you two, drop me three! Oh, okay. Easy! Come on, easy! Come on, easy! Easy! Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, gee! All right, fingers, you're one of the best lock picks ever. Can you get this door open? Yeah, yeah, it should be a piece of cake. Let me look at it here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, that should be able to do it. Okay, yeah. You guys might want to step back just a little bit. Why is that? All right, let's go in. Fingers, remember where the wall safe is. Yeah, but I can't control this stupid wheelchair. Hey, hey! This is just dandy. Hey, how do you stop this crazy thing? Oh, great. Get him, boys. I'll get him, I'll get him. It's a slippery gun. Hand him off with the players. Look out for those invaluable objects to art. Great. Now open it up so we can get the incriminating evidence out. I'm way ahead of you. Fire in the... <coughs> Jeez, Fingers, I could have done this. Sure, but with only half the panache. <laughs> You've got a point there, Ellie. All right, all right. Let me look at these papers in the safe. This is exactly what we need. It's got all his inventory here and... Oh, my gosh. He's going way beyond drinks. He's going way beyond burgers and fries. Look at this. Ding-dongs. Hostess cupcakes. Ho-hos. And Twinkies. We got him just in time. There's nothing that can stop us now. Attention in the house! This is the mob! We've got the house surrounded! Come up with your hands up! Looks like they've got us, boys. 
All right, mobsters, you'll never take us alive. Speak for yourself. Take this. All right, you are warned. Love heaven, man. Youngblood, Rico, Keiko, Bumbles, Bob, Bobby, Billy Bob, Gummy, Lactose Irving. Let them know what we're made of. Water, mostly. A lot of carbon. Fast trace minerals. No, 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 no. I mean, we gotta shoot at them. Oh. Like that? I'd rather you shot at them outside. Certainly, there's pickets. Yeah, it's easier to see in here. Hey, what's going on here? This kind of battle is bad for business. Well, have you got a better idea? I certainly do. This bomb will wipe out all life forms in a three-block radius. All I have to do is push the... This is the Guardian of the Family-Friendly Rating. The ending of this particular scene has been changed. Thank you for your patience. What are we doing? Cease fire, everybody. Brad, we're coming out. No need. We're coming in, buddy. Youngblood, Rico, Kago, Buck, all the rest of you. Come on, let's go meet these guys. Hey, how you doing? I'm certainly glad to meet yeah. you. Meet your friend. Can someone give me a push? I love you, man. I love you. Come here. Give me a hug. No, no hugs. No touch. Here we don't touch. Keep away. This is a glorious day. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Sing with me, guys. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Come on, group hug. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Had to save my life. And so, with peace and happiness spread over the mob and the fans, the illegal distribution and selling of sugary, greasy goodies came to a halt. Yes. Oh, hello, little girl. What can I do for you? Hi, lady. You want to buy some kitty camper cookies? Oh, my goodness. That would be... Do you have skinny minties? Sure do. Only $200 a box. Quick, come inside. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm James Kinnison, and I host a clean-cut comedy podcast called That Story Show, where we put your hilarious real-life stories and anecdotes in the spotlight. In other words, you send in your stories, and we share them with the world. We tell stories about embarrassing moments, miscommunications, people trying to get into the wrong cars, silly things kids say, goofy stuff our pets do, you know, stuff we can all relate to and laugh at. So listen and find out how you can send in your own stories to be read on an upcoming episode. Find that story show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast app, or just say, Alexa, play that story show. Hope to hear from you soon. Before there was that story show with James Kennison over at NLCast.com that stood for Nobody's Listening, here's a clip from that old classic version of what is still a good show today. Happens to have, I don't have any really good stories. David's the one with all the good stories. So today's story, I need Paul to help me remember because it is probably the best story I will ever have to tell. 
And then after this, you can quit listening to the podcast, folks. So, there you go. Um, but anyway, says do what? How long ago did this story happen? At Paul? least ten years. At least ten years. I yeah. think that's been decided. Uh, this this. Let me set the scene for you. We're in a Mexican restaurant. Where where were we? Uh, Stanley, Kansas, with my grandfather. That's right. Oh my goodness! And we were actually <laughs> living in Georgia at the time, and we were coming into uh, to to this area. And we had a group of young people. And so me and Paul and this guy named Carl and Nick are sitting at a table. And Nick has is, is Paul's little brother. Okay. And he's what? How, what, how old was he at the time? Six, Six maybe seven. Maybe seven years old. And uh, what, what, was the, what was the primary thing we need to know about, this, about okay, Nick? What before... you need to know, not just about Nick, but all, both the God about kids. Uh, my dad's always been a youth pastor, and uh, so we've always been around older people. James is a little bit older than me, and you know we've been friends since basically since I could talk. And uh, you know, so as the, as kids, we always hung out with those, the older students, and so we did things to try and be accepted by them, even though they accepted us as we were. You know, <laughs> we still would try and do things. It's like, huh, look at me, I I can I can. I did that. I jumped a check. So, James. With that same breathless anticipation, <laughs> Nick I got, ran a lot as a child. Nick decided that he wanted to uh, impress us and me and his older brother and the teenagers at the table by drinking a bowl of of a very hot salsa. salsa. Yeah, like a and quart. he and he built it up. You know, how kids are. They're just like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it." No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, I'm gonna do it. And he's like, "Come on, do it, dude. Do it. Drink it." Finally, he took it to the head. Come, 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 come. Drunk that stuff down. And his, it was chunky and, salsa. Dude. Kunk, 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 kunk. <laughs> and his face lit up red, beet red. His eyes start watering me like he makes a beeline for the bathroom. We're all laughing. Ah, ha, ha, ha. We got him, you know. He thought he was cool. And then it hit me. A spark of evil. I told you guys in the past how I use my powers for evil instead of good. And now I use them for good instead of evil. Well, this was definitely an evil moment. It Probably was the evilest. The evilest It's moment. up there. It's up there. Well, anyway, uh, I said, guys. When when Nick comes back from the bathroom, we're going to be in the middle of discussing a young man that we saw in the newspaper and heard on the news that died drinking salsa. No, not drinking. That wasn't the word. What? Eating. Eating salsa. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so Carl and, and Paul are like, what? I don't understand. I'm like, just follow along. Just act like you know what I'm talking about. So as Nick comes traipsing back expecting. He's, he's like comes back like. You know, expecting a hero's welcome, like, look, what I did. We're guys. in deep conversation, and I, he's hearing things like this from me. He's like, uh, yeah, man, I can't believe he was so young. You know, he he was 15 years old, and he, he just died. He died. He, I mean, he hardly even drank any. It was terrible. The salsa, it did it to him. And, and, and Nick's face went from just smiling and happy to beginning to frown. His eyes from joyous to beginning to well up with tears. His eyebrows start pointing up and up like he's getting sadder and sadder. And he's looking at us, his little nose barely peeking over the top of the table. He's looking from me to his brother to Carl. And he asks, he says, how did he die? Oh, he drank salsa. How? How much did he drink? It was like, what, one tablespoon? Yeah, something like that. Nick, didn't you just drink some salsa? Yeah. How much <laughs> did you drink, man? I drank a whole bowl. 
So we're like, dude, you need to go tell your dad, man. He could kill you. And like, I mean, it only took the other guy like an hour and he died. <laughs> so, man, you probably got 10 minutes at the most. You need to go. No, no, I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, dude, you won't get in trouble. You just need to go tell your dad. And so he starts to walk over slowly and we're like pushing him on. Oh, man, you need to go tell. And he goes over to his dad and it, right before he gets to him, he breaks into tears and he r- turns around and runs into a young lady named Beth who actually happens to be. Dave from George's yeah. wife. She's and, a good lady. And, and she's, he's crying into her. She says, little Nick, what's wrong, man? Why are you crying? I'm going to die. I guess I'm Jack <laughs> And oh, my gosh. I wasn't even clue, clued in enough to know that I should be ashamed. We're just over there laughing and yakking it up. And I think your mom, Paul, was really angry. No, well, no. But the thing is that makes the story so great is Beth had no clue what we were doing. And she looks at Nick and she's like, well, how... How much did you drink, Nick? And he's just like, oh, bull. And Beth just looks at him and goes, you need to go tell your parents. You're that's that, you're going to die. And it's like she had no clue that this was going on. She and she played, played into it. Oh, my Yeah, and gosh. so he runs over there. That and, yeah, so that's what he tells up. my parents. That's, to me, is the best part is that you guys, your collective evilness was just lurking <laughs> in the restaurant. I thought she comforted him. No, not at all. She all told him he was going to die. Yeah, right there in Lucy's Mexican restaurant. She's going to die. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That poor kid. Yeah. And my mom did get mad at it. Well, no, the best part was he he walked over to my dad and just to go along with all the mm-hmm. evil, he's just like, Good thing mom's a nurse, Nick. She's gonna know how to cure you or whatever. <laughs> and she just looks at him and she does the whole David thing or whatever and just yells. That's at him. why your parents are my heroes, because they're so cool. Because they're wicked to their children. <laughs> Dude, I wish I could. I need to have you on again because your parents played so many tricks on you. Out of boredom. Yes. Like, I should hate my parents. They would call me up and just tell me stuff. Like, one real quick that I can remember is I called you because I was going to go buy – I called your dad because I was going to go buy a guitar, Uh a Fender Strat. I was all excited, and I know you've always been into guitars. And so I call his dad, and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, can you go with me, drive to Atlanta, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, sure. But he doesn't tell Paul. He just is like, hey, go get – he pulls up to my house. He says, go get some something from James go up to his door and he goes and knocks on the door I'm not even home <laughs> his dad freaking leaves him there my sister answers the door and he doesn't even know her and he's like oh I'm sorry and he goes out and chases the car <laughs> down the street screaming thinking his dad's left him for dead and my wife comes home like an hour later and Nick and Paul's just sitting on the front steps just like and so he's <laughs> devastated for life because his dad played a joke on him. So that's just an example of how yeah. twisted his family My psychiatrist is. loves my father because <laughs> it, you know, pays her bills. Oh my gosh. So anyway, that was our featured story. Here's something from Fred Passmore and John Lawhon from Sheaf Laughs Comedy. You can find that over at ChristianSkitScripts.com. You gotta laugh with John and Fred, a prime example. Hey, man, ready to go? Sure am. We're going witnessing. <laughs> okay, why don't you read over the checklist? You got it. Steak? Check. No guard dog will be able to resist this juicy morsel. Okay, neighborhood map? Right here. Uh, oh, man, you shouldn't have unfolded it. Oh, don't worry about it. Boombox with Christian hip hop? Check. We play in the fat beat for the happy uh, feet. Okay, okay. A sacks of tracks. Oh, right here. Oh, oh man. Sorry, oh. Didn't, didn't see your foot there. There's something we're forgetting. I know it. 
Oh, I remember, the paper bags. Of course, we can't forget the paper bags to go over our heads. Yeah, otherwise all our friends would recognize us. Yeah, I can't have that. Yeah, I sure oh, can. Boy. Watch where you're going, what buddy. What are oh, you doing? Oh, 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 you gotta laugh. Brought to you by John and Fred and this station. Visit our website at primeexample.com. And here's this week's old-time radio moment, brought to you by the Retro Radio Podcast and Keith Heltley. All right, I'll tell you what to do. Step right in and meet Madame Lazanga. But be careful how you talk. She's very hoity-toity. Hey, is that her over there? That's her. She may be hoity, but she'll never see toity again. <laughs> ah, Mademoiselle... I kiss your hand. Ooh, such a warm kiss. Why does it burn me so? I forgot to take the cigar out of my mouth. <laughs> ah, madame, you have beautiful hands. Beautiful hands. Gorgeous, they're just like pedals. Rose pedals? Nah, bicycle pedals. Nah, now, now, madame is uh, ready to teach you uh, La Conga. Yes, come let me put my arm around your waist like these. Oh, oh, oh. Oh! Now, wait, oh, wait a minute, neighbor. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Are you getting a trifle emotional? Emotional nothing. She's standing on my foot. <laughs> Get off. I thought you told me she could do the laconga. Oh, certainly. But usually when I do laconga, I wear a native sash around my waist. Size 48, ain't it? Yeah, how did you know? I used to put the saddle on war red mode. No, 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 Come here. She's peeved. I know, look, peeved. Now, These lessons are 10 cents each or three for a dollar. How about it? Okay. All right. Well, I'm no sucker. Come on, I'll take the tree for a dollar. Give me the dollar. Okay. There you there are. are. All set. Right. All set for the first lesson. Are you ready? Right. Position. Music. <laughs> Lesson's over. <laughs> what kind of lesson was that? Now, don't get excited. Now, uh, lesson number two. Uh, are you ready? Position. Music. <laughs> You dance divinely. I'm not even out of the first position yet. I dance divinely. You heard the lady. You should see me when I get a chance to use my yellow foot. All right. <laughs> Look, neighbor, what do you want to do? Tire yourself out. Oh, who's getting tired? Come on, will you? I want to do some dancing or something. <laughs> I know, but you shouldn't get tired of these Look, things. You should, you should like this. She said, music, the band went ta 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 plunk. Over. Oh, oh, oh. I hate you and Vincent. All right, the band went ta ta ta. Yeah, I heard it. Well, heard that'll it. be a dollar extra. For what? For listening to the music. Oh. Look, what do you want me to do? You want me to pay for the guy's union card? Now, wait too? a minute. That's a fine remark to make. You come to my dancing school, I furnish a wonderful orchestra, I give you the benefit of Madame Lazanga's time and talent, and when it's all over, you can't even lift a foot off the floor. Oh, I'm a wallflower. Now you're telling me. I'm a bad boy. Uh, well, why don't you do something about it? I did. I just wrote myself a nasty letter. Yeah. What did you say in it? I won't know till I get it tomorrow. <laughs> well, you should be... You should be spanked to impress your mistakes on your mind. Don't you think that's going about it in a roundabout oh, way? Oh, come on. What's the use of talking to you? You're dizzy. I think I am. Too. Yeah, I know it. I don't know what's happening to me. I lately. wonder. I'm getting awful dizzy. What do you mean? I'm getting spells. Spells? Just the other day, I walked into the World's Fair. I went in the place and everything swam before my eyes. Where did this happen? At the Aquacane. Oh. <laughs> Thank you.
have a good day. And remember, laughter, it's a really good medicine.